You're listening to Gleaning, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, November 1st, 2015. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Weekly training is in progress through December 7th. For more information, please visit strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event. This year's SLA alumni event on the topic of capability was held in July. Alumni events are recorded and available on the website strategieswork.com. Kingdom Management 1. Generational Transfer Given the mortality of man, anyone seeking to build an organization that transcends generations must learn how to think multi-generationally. For most, this level of thinking is not natural. Therefore, we need training. Join us for biblically-based training in how to think and therefore lead and manage multi-generationally. For more information, please go to strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Succession Planning. Why do organizations exist? Or what is the purpose of organizations? A utilitarian view might be that organizations exist to provide jobs and produce profits. Others contend that organizations exist because they are more productive and efficient than people working alone. Though these reasons are generally true, they are not highly profound. In their book, Built to Last, Jim Collins and Jerry Porras said this, Purpose gets at the deeper reasons for an organization's existence beyond just making money. As illustrated by a 1960 speech by David Packard, wherein he said, I think many people assume wrongly that a company exists simply to make money. While this is an important result of a company's existence, we have to go deeper and find the real reasons for our being. Collins and Porus build on David Packard's comments by saying this, Purpose, which should last at least 100 years, should not be confused with specific goals or business strategies, which should change many times in 100 years. Whereas you might achieve a goal or complete a strategy, you can never fulfill a purpose. It is like a guiding star on the horizon, forever pursued, but never reached. This perspective is clearly a more profound view of organizational purpose than simply producing jobs and profits. If we embrace the idea that organizational purpose should provide vision for at least 100 years, then it seems clear that during this time frame, there will be numerous leadership teams. For the sake of organizational continuity, the transitions from one leadership team to the next should occur smoothly to facilitate continued growth of the organization. This is commonly called succession planning. The pedestrian view of succession planning, however, seems to be about the retirement and legacy of the senior leaders. Few seem to understand the bigger picture of what Collins and Porus refer to as the core purpose, the fundamental reason for the being or existence of an organization. 
but even fewer recognize that the core purposes of all organizations should be connected to the biblical meta-narrative, in part because some do not believe in the biblical meta-narrative. But if we accept a biblical view of reality, we can see in Scripture a meta-narrative focused on Christ. And if such a meta-narrative exists and is all-encompassing, then organizations must find the reason for their existence in the context of the biblical meta-narrative. That is, organizational purpose from a biblical view must be defined by each organization's role in the biblical meta-narrative. One of the clues to guide organizations in this search for identity and purpose is the creation mandate. The creation mandate states the reason why God made mankind, namely to be his agents to rule his physical creation. Therefore, individual and organizational purpose must be connected to the creation mandate. The creation mandate specifically assigns to mankind the role of ruling God's creation through multiplication of the human race and mastery of the physical universe. Multiplication means that the human race is to grow. This implies that the role of ruling the physical universe requires many people, and given the reality of time-limited life of fallen mankind and the vastness of the universe, this intimates that man's work of obeying the creation mandate must be multi-generational. Mastery is about technological advancement, that is the discovery of the tools that God has hidden in the universe to enable mankind to rule productively and efficiently. The biblical meta-narrative is the story of mankind's attempts to obey the creation mandate. The central figure of the biblical meta-narrative is Christ and his work to redeem fallen mankind. Only redeemed man can efficaciously fulfill the role of ruling God's physical universe according to the creation mandate. Given that the seminal figure in the meta-narrative is Christ, every person and organization must discover their reason for existence in relationship to Christ. Consequently, discerning organizational purpose is a spiritual activity. Furthermore, given the naturally rebellious condition of mankind, only redeemed people working in their God-assigned organizations can profoundly obey God and discover their purpose. And the most productive way for people to work congruently with the biblical meta-narrative is in the context of organizations. If you define an organization as two or more people who have come together to accomplish a mission, then organizations include families, churches, businesses, and government. Most people, or virtually not all people, are connected to multiple organizations. The challenge is to discover how the various organizations we are connected with fit into the meta-narrative. Here are some thoughts. First, families. The purpose of families is to provide a context for reproducing, preparing, and training individuals to find and fulfill their respective assignments in multi-generational organizations. Next, local churches. The purpose of local churches is to help families fulfill their roles in the meta-narrative. To do this well, local churches must focus on training individuals to discern the will of God and to execute his will according to his ways. In other words, local churches must provide a Christ-centered discipleship approach to all of life so that individuals can learn to think and act biblically in every organizational context. Local churches that limit their work to evangelism rather than discipleship, which includes much more than evangelism, will never be effective in helping organizations and individuals discover their purposes. Businesses. 
The purpose of a business is to find and fulfill the multi-generational God-ordained assignments in the meta-narrative by empowering people to obey the creation mandate. For an organization to fulfill its role in the meta-narrative, all the individuals in the organization must be well-trained through their families and local churches to live according to a Christian worldview. And finally, government. The purpose of government is to set the context for all organizations to function justly according to a Christian worldview. Since the meta-narrative is multi-generational, this intimates that all organizations, families, local churches, businesses, and government must function multi-generationally. This is very challenging for individuals who are by nature narcissistic and hedonistic. Therefore, to function well multi-generationally requires biblically healthy families and local churches. Furthermore, government's role of setting a context for sound biblical public policy is critical for supporting the family, local churches, and businesses. When government presumes to disconnect public policy from a Christian worldview, then the breakdown in Christian thinking will propagate through the families, local churches, and businesses. This breakdown will cause organizations to disconnect their purposes from the meta-narrative and consequently disrupt multi-generational vision. In such an environment, it will become increasingly difficult for individuals to think and act multi-generationally. If indeed the intent of the Creator for mankind was and is to be His agents to project His rule and reign multi-generationally in the physical universe, then it, in a world under the curse of sin and death, succession planning is an imperative. Individuals and organizations must therefore seek congruence with the meta-narrative. Since the meta-narrative is multi-generational, the only way to be congruent with the meta-narrative is to function multi-generationally. This makes succession planning an imperative act of obedience to God, not simply a wise choice.